0: this is dead Harvey. all right so i was thinking just today we're going to talk about 2022 and what we're looking forward to and then starting next week we'll mm-hmm. um start looking at individual projects and um and we'll look at uh, different movies and shows and stuff that we're seeing but what i'm looking forward to this year is i actually do believe that we're coming up to a renaissance of b movies mm-hmm. and by b movies i mean I've read a lot of stuff. I'm currently reading the Samuel Arkoff book. I've read the Roger Corman book. I've read, you know, the, on um, uh, uh, a bunch of, uh, who's the other, who's the, who's the guy um, who did uh, uh, Phantasm? His book. Oh,
1: Coscarelli, yeah. the Coscarelli,
0: I've read his book. We've talked about all these guys in the past. And there's this old school mentality of basically keeping budgets low mm-hmm. and keeping these the, 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 the idea and concept high. And it's something that Hollywood's kind of lost because it's it's basically they have high concept and high budget, yeah. And and you start to see these sort of high concept, low budget movies, and that's really to me what a B movie is. It's something that really aims high and tries to do it on a low budget. And what I'm looking forward to is I think I've now read about that Two B is now doing Two B originals. Right, they are mm-hmm. going to start bringing out their own content um shutter is 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 now doing shutter originals now these guys can't afford big hollywood style movies they just can't so for what they're trying to do i think you're going to start seeing this low budget high concept thing come into play and i'm looking forward to it because i think there's so many streaming platforms out there genre films and horror films they they work they resonate and the only way to make them work and really be profitable is the b-movie format which is yeah. lots of sex lots of violence lots of blood and a low budget and what i think this year or I promising
1: do- all those and then showing none of it and then spending no money on the movie
0: well of course i mean or just doing <laughs> something that's gonna like the people are gonna look at it. and i think this is gonna be the year where there's going to be a b-movie renaissance and, and I, I think
1: so,
0: it's it, it, i think it's because there's so many streaming platforms and right now it's so diluted none of them have the budget Mm-hmm. To actually create something like along the lines of like what Netflix and Disney is doing. Yeah. So they only have one way they're going to turn. And that's like lots
1: of crap movies. Yeah. And I well, think and this is, this is yeah. good for us. And look at like Spider-Man, which made 1.6 billion. But then like that movie, the three, five, five came out with like Gelfield being female spy movie. And it had like a fairly sizable budget and that one crashed. It's like, there's all these, there's all these people are just going to pick like one movie to go see as a like spectacle movie to see in the theater. That's what it seems like. I saw scream, um, yesterday and the theater was maybe like a quarter full or something like that. But I think that movie's actually doing okay for its budget, but people are more or less like nowadays, although the streaming option is going to pick like one or so movie to see at the theater, like every couple of months, and that's going to be about it. And then the rest of it's going to be, yeah, the lower budget options.
0: I think so. and and And, my thought is like, they're not going to care if all of a sudden there's a low budget movie that they acquire, they put on their, on, on their, and it has an audience. They're not going to care that it has a big, they don't care if it has a small audience because they're like, what did you acquire this for? Oh, we acquired it for nothing. Yeah, And the filmmaker made money and it, and it lasted for 10 days and now it's buried in our library. Well, everyone's happy. Yeah. Like, the problem is, is like they bring out these higher budget ones, and when they don't do what they think they're going to do, everyone's disappointed. I think Matrix is considered a bomb, right? Like the oh, the, big the time. One.
1: Yeah. Did, did you see it?
0: I did not see it, but it's considered. I mean, it's like, and I'm I'm sure it's probably.
1: not Oh, well, that's right. Because you don't yeah. have HBO Max in Canada, but like, um, it's it's like what the hell is? This? It's really weird. It's it's completely removed from the Matrix. It's basically like um story about the matrix inside of the matrix so he's like a game it goes to him he's like a game designer and so he's like uh he's not just a character in the matrix but now he's like the game designer and then like they're doing like a whole meta perspective from the outside of it which is Mm. weird
0: i mean which (laughs) is which is fine but when you take something like like we've always talked about like you know Mm -hmm. hollywood is just constantly going back to existing Mm -hmm. ip and going back to like sequels and they're still doing it don't get it wrong like i was you know when, when you look at like, well, it's funny, I was on HBO now, you see like they're rebooting Sex in the City, they're rebooting all these old things yeah. just because they're like, oh, this is all that works. But at some point, that's not going to work. And I think yeah. you start, you're starting to see that. And mm-hmm. then where are they going to turn? It's got to be original content. They're not going to want to take the risk and low budget B movies. And I only call them B like the, the, the term B movie only came from, it was the second movie of a double feature. So you, you put the first movie on that dragged the audience in and you hope they stuck around for the B movie. Yeah. And, and realistically, that's what this is. A bunch of B movies that go on these streaming platforms, they're going to have one. That's their tentpole that tries to drag you in. And then you got to fill it with this other content. Yep. And, and those are the B movies and they need new content or else people aren't going to stick around. Like Shudder, which I love, I've noticed that like I can go on to Shudder now and I'm like, nothing new this week. Mm -hmm. It's just it's just like where is the new stuff? But if you start if we start diving deeper into the pond to find this this lower budget stuff that there's no risk on you taking, hey, I'm gonna be entertained. Maybe there's a a shark movie that that, that you can acquire for nothing, but it's gonna Mm -hmm. entertain me and keep me around.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um oh, speaking of like 2022. Uh, speaking of remakes, there's a whole bunch of reboot horror shit coming out. There's a Salem's Lot reboot. There's a uh, also looks, there's going to be a Hellraiser reboot. Then there's the new Halloween. Then there's the last Halloween movie and the new trilogy coming out. Then there's Evil Dead Rise, which is that TV series on HBO. Um, so there, it's it's going to be a reboot city uh, like uh, yeah, far for the course just like last year yeah yeah and what's going to mm-hmm. happen is I I think like I
0: know that like I said Tubi I know because mm-hmm. I know a guy who's actually working with them mm-hmm. and they're, they're getting into originals and Tubi mm-hmm. is all low budget crap so when they're doing their own originals they're going to need more content mm-hmm. to throw on that platform right Um, I also uh, like Shutter is going to need new stuff and I actually know a guy who was selling movies to Shutter. And he was like they don't pay shit like mm-hmm. <laughs> because look if you look at the movies that are on there as i'm telling you they don't they're not going to pay a lot for a movie you can get it on there so, mm-hmm. but if they need to acquire more stuff they, they got it it's going to have to be i th- this is why i think it's like eventually they're going to figure out that there's going to be this happy medium like it's it's mm-hmm. a, essentially it's like yeah like think about like a james bond movie or a star wars movie or a or uh or or, or or something else it's sort of like, oh, we need it to make $500 million for it yeah. to break, break even. Well, all of a sudden, I'm like, well, if we lower the budget, and, you know, then then we only need this for it to make break even. Mm-hmm. And that mathematical equation of how much budget do you have to put against this for it to make money, as long, that applies, you can, if you can make 10 movies for $100,000 mm-hmm. versus one movie for a million dollars, your risk is a lot lower.
1: Oh yeah, right. Yeah.
0: Like because it's like now I got ten movies for this. They're all low budget, but one or two of them are going to hit and, and 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 be fine. And I think you're yeah. going to see them figure this out. And I think that's why you're going to see a bunch of random crap. Hey, there's a reason the Velocipaster gets a sequel.
1: Absolutely. Plus, it's awesome too.
0: Right, but yeah. but it's like I mean that that couldn't be a lower budget. Yeah, um, but obviously it hit, hits a chord. People mm-hmm. like it, and then they're like, yeah. "Shit, let's make another one." And I think what'll end up happening this is this is my prediction: mm-hmm. there's going to be another Velocipaster type movie, something like a mm-hmm. like um, a Thanks Killing or or something that a, a streaming platform picks up. Yeah, and and it's going to be like fuck. They're going to look at like look at the audience it got. Then all of a sudden, they're going to realize, well, why don't we fund the next one? If you yeah. only paid $20,000 to do this, I'll give you $50,000 to make another one. And then all of a sudden, they're like, that $50,000 had a return for us of $100,000 in in new subscribers or whatever because of it. And all of a sudden, I think they're going to figure this out, that you can start to find the low-budget crap that works and drag them in. Like, for example, yeah. I was watching it, and It's not a Shudder original. It was purchased by Shudder. But did you watch, uh, what is it, The the, the Killer Jeans movie?
1: um oh, slacks. oh uh slacks. slacks yeah yeah i like that slacks. movie. that was pretty cool actually yeah
0: yeah i didn't think slacks was that bad it was out there and kind of mm-hmm. weird it, it, it was
1: it really worked. weird yeah the whole premise is like this killer uh pair of jeans um and they've done other premises like that like deer skin uh i think this which is also uh i could be wrong but i think that's also an 824 movie mm-hmm. where a guy gets a deer skin jacket and then shit goes crazy it's about like an inanimate object that uh, inspires like all this chaos around him. What was the other movie that was like the, Oh, there's a movie called Fabric that's an A24 movie about like a dress that does that too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Slacks is essentially mm-hmm. the, um, the, the soul of a, like the Chucky thing, a soul of, a, of someone who's looking for vengeance ends up in a pair of jeans. Or but it's much more the- of
1: like, they play it much more for like, for like black comedy and kind of over yeah, the top. 100%, humor. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like yeah. goes
0: into the jeans mm-hmm. and then this total, um, like, not Elon Musk, but some sort of like this motivational guy who's coming in to rally mm-hmm. his his fashion crew, and the pair of jeans slowly works its way around and kills everybody. in the, mm-hmm. the, the thing. I mean, it's a bonkers concept. My gut tells me when watching it, it's like, although it looked pretty good, it's not a high budget movie. By yeah. But all of a sudden, that apparently that did quite well on Shutter and was mm-hmm. deemed a Shutter original, and a bunch of people watched it. Why wouldn't they go back to them and say, "Let's make Slacks two and three. I'll it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A- and I think they're going to figure out at some point that these crazy B films get an audience and they'll, they'll, they'll stick around to see another one. And, and once they figure that out, that, Hey, when we start to make 10, 20, 30 films for the price of one, we're getting more bang for our buck. And I think this is the year that gets figured out. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I just think that there's so much weird shit like shark movies that just have no business existing mm-hmm. yet. Everyone watches them. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. like, like, like and, and then mm-hmm. they're gonna figure that out it's like christ why don't we do more shark movies and and i and i and i'm looking forward to this year because i think with how like and i read about so many streaming platforms that are coming out now it's like at some point it's like one of them is going to hit just on the fact that they have a bunch of low budget crap and people are going to get attracted to it figure out it's entertaining and uh and then all of a sudden we're gonna get flooded with crappy movies
1: yeah you know it's like hulu will start to do like some of their like original programming. some of their movies are pretty low budget that they do like for like for just for hulu and a lot of the other platforms are like that like peacock and everything else too they're going to see a lot more of that happening sure they'll bankrupt like a one million dollar movie or something and then kind of have so you know especially if they're sending like spending like billions on content netflix is spending even more this year and i think disney's spending even more this year on content as well too so obviously they're like if they have a big hit show then that'll make up for all like the lower budget stuff that doesn't work. But then if they spend all their budget on a a big show and then it doesn't become a hit, then they're going to need like a lot of these like lower budget ones to, especially when they run out out of money, of course, too.
0: And the (laughs) other thing, yeah. And the other thing that I think I'm going to keep my eye on a little bit is I think like social media has taken this weird turn probably with like how like uh, TikTok exploded over the last Mm -hmm. year or so. I mean, if you actually watch TikTok and get on there, uh, like people are getting far more creative. They're able to make mm-hmm. something for nothing. And they're starting to actually like people are starting to look at Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, look at creators there and start pulling them up and financing those projects more and more than they ever did before. But those people like b- people building an audience on TikTok or YouTube or Facebook now it's easier and easier for them to turn like i i i I mean when i'm looking at different films that are coming out and getting financed it's crazy how many of them started as a youtube video or started as Mm -hmm. on social media somewhere or started like like And i think if you keep your eye on creators in those spaces all of us like like there's going to be more people pulling from that because look these hollywood people or people with money are looking for anything that says there's an audience there that's all they're looking for yeah. And, and that's why they keep reinventing the same wheel, because they assume that people are going to come and see yeah. the next Halloween. They assume mm-hmm. they're going to see that like, oh, Chucky's back. The, the people who watched Chucky before are certainly going to watch it again. The people who watched Matrix before are certainly going to watch it again. Yeah. It's not, it's not necessarily true. And I think you're finding cool shit coming out of social media. And those creators are making mm-hmm. a lot of money. They have a following. I would keep an eye and I'm going to kind of look at people within that space to find if there's any like bonkers filmmakers out there looking there for someone to get picked up to. And I think if you are a creator, I think getting something on those channels, anything and, and creating a following there is is another place where there's going to be some cool shit coming from.
1: Well, especially since more like uh, there's a lot of channels on YouTube that have more views than a lot of regular late night shows, just like blow them out of the water. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of other shows on TV, yeah, where they'll get, like, half a million views as opposed to a YouTube channel to get, like, a million plus. It's crazy. And yeah. it looks like, with, like, almost zero staff, you know?
0: Yeah, and I mean, and, 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 and short films that basically don't do the festival circuit and just go on YouTube and get a pile of hits. Like, that's how... Um, what was the uh the zoom based horror that that blew up oh the the one that we
1: the one that we really liked uh, yeah
0: host yeah host it was it was a youtube video right Mm -hmm. and that's that's where it started they just kind of put it out there um and stuff like that i think you're going to see more and more of that because that's kind of what happened i think this shift to more like creators being able to make something themselves and then find a channel to put it out I was just looking at. I know that like uh, Film Hub is actually investing a bunch of money. They just got financing, right? So Film mm-hmm. Hub is the is the self distribution platform, mm-hmm. right? Um, I had read that they have a bunch of money pouring into it and have brought on new teams because they think more people are going to use those formats and 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 watch for people who don't give a shit that they're they're not getting accepted to a festival that they're not getting financed through traditional methods and they just go to places like Film Hub to get get their stuff out there. And where's that going to end up? It's going to end up on uh, uh, shutter. It's going to end up on, um, you know, they're going to end up also on like places like Amazon and iTunes mm-hmm. just direct like they're, they're just going to show up there and you got to look. I remember we were talking about um, um, when we were doing research and for stuff where they were, they were looking forward to there's stuff on Amazon and, and iTunes that doesn't go anywhere else. It's just straight there. And, mm-hmm. and those are the ones that are, that, that's happening through film hub and places like that. So watch for stuff to explode out of there when people are are looking at just self distribution self distribution formats.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Is there any kind of movies that you're looking forward to this year? Any kind of like what's like the outside like the, of budget indie horror movie that you really want to see this year that, that you haven't seen yet? Outside of Sharks? Yeah. Yeah, I, Outside I, of yeah. Sharks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um
0: I mean I mean, trying to think, I mean, there was so much good stuff recently that I, that I, that I, I like the bonkers stuff that comes out, you know, uh, I'd like to see maybe some Sasquatch stuff. You know, I always, I always think Sasquatch isn't done enough. We've talked about that. Yeah. Um, yeah also do like like I was watching the the latest American horror story. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you watched any of that where they split I haven't seen
1: any off. of the new shit like the double feature stuff I haven't seen any of that new, new double feature yet. and they split yeah. it
0: between they split it between aliens and
1: um so what was the other one't there a shark there. man in it too? There's not a shark man. In it, oh, no. okay. I wish there was a shark man. I thought I heard from the yeah. advertising there well, was a shark man. Uh, I guess uh, I'm
0: wrong. What did they split it? it? was aliens. They split it between two different storylines: aliens and oh yeah, vampires. It was vampires and aliens. Okay. Um, and, and the aliens one was really I, I found really cool because and I've seen people do this, which I really like. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. fake fake storylines injected into real historical timelines. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Always kind of are, are, are cool to me. So like they, they injected this aliens thing in it, and American horror story's done this before where there's aliens, but they injected real characters like Amelia Earhart was in it, oh. and Eisenhower and like real stuff. And then, they, and then you look at real historical stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, they're, they're, they're claiming these extraterrestrial shit that happened. with Yeah, it. that's
1: cool. So it's like kind of like revisionist history kind of stuff. Like, what was the, um, like a glorious bastards kind of thing, like where they, yes. where they kill Hitler at the end, but you're using like real characters that you reference in and stuff like that. you're mixing in 100%. fictional characters with it. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I actually found that there's been a couple of projects that I watched that kind of played that game. And mm-hmm. I, I always find it pretty cool because especially when it's done really smartly. Yeah. Um, and it's sort of like, oh, that's what happened. And this is their take on why that happened. Um, yeah, taking existing stuff and fucking with it, I think is actually a good uh, is a is a is is what I'm I'm looking forward to. I mean, I don't really know. I'm always just looking for inventive stuff. I mean, sharks, Sasquatches, sure, but yeah, when people get a little out there and weird, mm-hmm. I I I'm all about it. Like like it's like a psycho gourmand. Like, give me more of that stuff. Like, uh, yeah,
1: definitely, and you know funny I mean? too. Yeah, like like it's, out there, weird and fun. Like, I want to see more. Here's what I'm looking for. I want to see some more puppet horror and it's already happening. I want to see like crossover, like puppet versus like puppet horror, like versus other genres, like maybe shark horror or or Bigfoot horror. (laughs) Maybe there could be like a puppet on Bigfoot's back that jumps over and attacks a shark or something like that. And then I also want to see the Illuminati involved.
0: I like Illuminati too. You and I talked about this.
1: More more conspiracy
0: theory shit. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And you know what? But the conspiracy theory <coughs> goes hand in hand with this revisionist history stuff. Yeah, it, basically is, it basically says the history you know isn't true. This is what really happened. I'm with you on that. We mm-hmm. need more Illuminati and revisionist mm-hmm. history stuff because it 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 it, I, I, it always just totally intrigues me when you're watching mm-hmm. it and they have their own take on something, right? Um, and I know there's lots of lots of different films and projects doing that also you know the other one we talked about last year mm-hmm. was time travel i always like time travel
1: oh yeah yeah that's cool like i like the the time loop stuff which we've been seeing yeah. kind of more you got the time travel and then the time loop stuff which i guess is kind of the same thing so they're right. going back and forth with time but like stuck in the time loop where things are repeating themselves is kind of interesting like that ones that we talked about um last season um triangle and then what was that other one? Time uh, Crimes. Crime. A- so both of those were fantastic movies. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I think I like it when people mess with stuff. And I, but I think to your earlier point, when people are self-aware of what they're doing, I think nothing mm-hmm. bugs me more when they're not self-aware as to the, what they're doing here. If you're making a fun B movie horror with a bunch of crazy shit happening, yeah. Understand exactly what you're doing and have fun with it because that will resonate with audiences. Nothing's worse than a low budget movie. That's trying to take itself serious. Mm-hmm. It's like, no one thinks you're making Citizen Kane here. No one, no one, like, like, be what you are, and, and be entertaining. And I think that's where we've seen success from stuff like Velosa Pastor, and, yeah, and uh, um, stuff like that. Right, where it's like they get what they are. They're having fun. And yeah. If you're, if you're having fun, I'm going to watch it and have fun.
1: But like to be a truly like enjoyably bad movie, though they have to take themselves too seriously.
0: Yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> I mean that is that is where you can find a real diamond in the mm-hmm. rough. Where, where someone who's taken himself
1: so seriously and he doesn't really get what he's made but it's awesome because like if they believe that they're making Citizen Kane and they end up with Suburban Sasquatch yes. it's actually five times more entertaining than Citizen Kane very true but your yeah.
0: chance of success with that model is <laughs> yeah. like 10% That's or true. less right <laughs> you have to hit it yeah. right for that to work
1: oh yeah it's got to be lightning in a bottle Yeah, with yeah, all probably. the wrong elements combined to make everything funny uh, yeah.
0: exactly exactly so uh, i mean my 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 take on 2022 what i'm looking for is yeah i like the and i w- people are getting inventive and i think that's mm-hmm. my underlying theme now with all these streaming platforms and with all this ability to get something out there uh cre- and 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 the fact that you don't need a lot of money to make something you're seeing creators percolate up with crazy ideas and i think that's such a cool thing to see you're seeing these cool ideas you're seeing this this cool stuff percolate up and i i really want to keep my eye on that stuff especially when there's self-distribution through film hub uh uh tubi and and shutter are are now going to be taking more stuff and youtube and these social channels become more accepted you know distribution platforms all of a sudden be like there's gonna be some cool stuff coming just period and i think we gotta shift where we're finding cool stuff and that's what i'm looking forward to is, is shifting where i'm looking for stuff and granted don't don't get me wrong though mm. every once in a while you see something pop up on an hbo where it's it's like but yep someone's taking a risk and i like it like mm-hmm. i've been watching um danny mcbride's recent one oh righteous, righteous
1: gemstones i've seen righteous like gemstone i've seen like an episode or two of that and then I kind of stopped watching it. Didn't really hook me, but a lot of people said they really liked that show, so I'll have to come go check out. A oh, yeah. harp, I, mean, so.
0: I mean, my assumption is that Danny McBride has a like after Eastbound and down has a bit mm. of a deal, deal with HBO and he can, oh, yeah, and he, yeah, and he can put his bonkers concepts up there. But I mean, he's a guy when I look at it, it's just doing inventive stuff, like it's 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 different, uh, like and and so you can see the mainstream people like HBO are even taking some mm-hmm. dangerous stuff. I think it's the ones like the mainstream networks, the mainstream studios, they can't take a risk. Yeah. And 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 so let's look at the edges for stuff. And that's what I'm looking yeah. forward to, those edges becoming more prominent.
1: Yeah, definitely. And, and it's just going to move towards that because all the studios are going to run out of money. And they're going to be banking on, they're going to be more willing to bank on this lower budget stuff or acquire more low budget stuff. I I, I imagine it's like acquiring low budget stuff is what they're really going for more than anything. And they're
0: probably paying nothing for it. Right. They're probably paying nothing for it. Like, like if you went out and made a film for 75 grand and you thought it was like awesome. And then you self-distribute it for and make like five, 10 grand. I mean, I'm just making shit up. Then all of a sudden someone like shutter's like, Hey man, I'll give it 30 grand to take it off your hands. They're going to be like, hell yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and then you're going to see this stuff, like where the, maybe the filmmaker is taking a loss on it. I mean, I don't know.
1: That but would be really... a 30 grand profit as to anything before.
0: Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> I think you're going to see this stuff mm-hmm. happen as people figure out how they can make stuff for less. Yeah. And people get more accepting of it. And so I mm-hmm. think our goal for 2022 is going to be finding these projects, finding these filmmakers, and finding these and put more attention on them.
1: That's, yeah, that's our we... mission. Yeah, and if a studio, this is kind of interesting that you brought that up, too, because if a studio makes something like, and we like to see weird shit all the time and everything, but, like, if that movie's out in the theater, are you going to be more, you still got to leave the house and go see it and pony up, like, twice as much as you'd get it off of, like, a rental, so, Mm
0: -hmm. but
1: if you, but if there's something weird that that comes on one of these streaming platforms, we'll watch it right away, you know, so that's the thing, it's like, it, it involves, like, a lot more risk for the, for the viewer, to go in on it as well too, pony Uh up like $5 just watching on streaming as opposed to at least 10 to go see it in the theaters and then have to leave the house for it too. You know, exactly. I mean, that's why I think we're
0: hitting the perfect storm where we're going to have the return of the B movie. And I think our goal for 2022 is to find these hidden gems and, and, and talk about them. So that's our plan for the year. And, uh, we'll be back, I think next week and we'll pick a project and, uh, each and uh talk
1: about them yeah so we're going to be going more into like the low budget and fringe uh than we did last season basically that's my a little thought. bit more gonna, exploratory and more lower budget yeah
0: exactly and mm-hmm. we're going to find cool unknown stuff mm-hmm. and bring it to light
1: that, that'll yeah. be our goal awesome okay is there, any cool. that, is there anything that you're seeing that, that you've seen kind of like off the bat stuff that's coming out that you predicted that looks good or
0: no, I mean I'm just kind of get I'm looped into all this mainstream stuff that that, mm-hmm. I, that I, like I was disappointed because uh, Amazon had picked up Expanse, the sci-fi show. Yeah, and, and, and they to, to their last apparently much like a Game of Thrones thing. <laughs> there's actually two or three they more. They dropped books the
1: ball, or did they, did they drop the ball in the last season? It's not that they
0: actually. It's not that they dropped the ball. there was two to three more seasons or books yeah. in the series, oh, and yeah. they were kind of like ah for this last season, let's just do six episodes and wrap it up. And it just yeah. like it was just, apparently like the real fans of it are like, um, there's a whole other whole other chapter yeah in this, in this saga, but Amazon's like, we're spending way too much money on this shit for mm-hmm. for, for us to keep it going. So we'll wrap it up. And it's it, it's cool because it's a little different. It's basically like, I don't know, it's kind of Game of Thrones space with a real with a real kind of nerdy twist on weird yeah. shit. Um, and, and that's why I kind of liked it because it was a little out there as a sci-fi story, but it was also very big. But the problem is an audience like that isn't going to ever be big enough for them to justify the budget and so yeah. i think it, it it just plays into exactly what we're talking about it's like they can't take risks like that anymore mm-hmm. but what they can take risks on are sasquatch movies
1: yeah definitely and as I said, each sasquatch movie that i watch on Tubi, they recommend to me 20 more so every time i look that my list is basically like of things that they recommend it's pretty much 90 percent sasquatch by now so you're so what you're
0: saying is there's <laughs> yeah, a bottomless pit of sasquatch movies Oh, right?
1: yeah absolutely endless i'm looking for another one as extremely entertaining as suburban sasquatch i haven't found it yet but when i do i will report on it and that can be your goal <laughs> for <laughs> <Yeah>. 2022 <laughs>
0: um so cool i think that's uh all we got for today and
1: uh, we will be back with a hidden gem next week yeah, hope everybody had a good break. And so we are back now for season two and we will see you next week. All right. Till next week.